Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous doing that forecast, given the guest that we're going to talk to next and who's waiting for us on hold, uh, because this person is an all-out weather expert. You don't get to be the chief meteorologist for Global Edmonton by not knowing your stuff. Jesse Beyer is joining us to tell us what's going on with all of this rain. Jesse, thank you so much for making the time. Good to talk to you. Listening to you deliver the forecast, I was getting nervous. <laughs> anyone can do it now. I mean, it's honestly, it's pretty easy right now. It's just rain and then more rain. And then the big question mark, is there more coming? Catch us up on what took place this weekend. Because yesterday, I mean, there were a couple times I looked out the window and thought, still? How much fell and how much of our monthly expectation did we get just this last weekend, Jesse? Yeah, I, I believe the official weather term is raining cats and dogs or mm-hmm. buckets. I think those are a lot of the words that were uh, spoken over the past few days. You know, we, we have some staggering totals across the province. The Edson area going a complete 180 yeah. from dealing with wildfire smoke and active wildfires threatening the town site itself to now dealing with the other end of the spectrum with localized flooding. You've seen over 100 millimeters worth of rainfall falling in the Edson area. The city of Edmonton just in the past two days have picked up nearly 75 to 80 millimeters, and that's added to totals from previous days. You know, we're looking 130, 150 millimeters total in the past four to five days. To put this in perspective, the average rainfall for June 77 millimeters. So we're picking up wow. over a month's worth in a single day, and that's adding to already significant totals across the province. We're looking at many areas, especially west of city limits, picking up in the 150 millimeter range total. Keep in mind, this is from the past few days in the month as a total number with, you know, broke thunder showers moving through the area, leaving 20 to 30 millimeters at a time. And it's really hard to get really specific numbers because we have different rain rates across the city down to the neighborhood. So we're using a lot of data that's official data from the Blatchford Station. We have the South Campus at the U of A as well that we can tap into as a resource. But there's many people with at-home rain gauges sending us numbers and we understand the fact that people could just be pouring water into their gauge and sending it to us. But I think most people are fairly credible to give us a pretty good number. And unfortunately, this is such a complex issue that for many across the province, the damage has been done, especially across the southern side of the province, the growing season already at such a deficit that a lot of this precipitation going through the area is causing more problems than doing good. We're already at such a moisture deficit that it's really not going to make a huge dent into the crops because the growing season has gone on for Hmm. so long before you have a lot of time. A lot of the plants have already started to turn into survival mode and there's that whole aspect to it. But another thing to talk about is dry ground doesn't absorb water the same way as ground that has ample moisture. So what oftentimes happens, and you can think of this if you have a garden at home at the start of the season when it's really dry and you pour water on it, it just becomes almost instant uh, overland flow. Yeah, It doesn't absorb and it takes some time to do that. So that's basically what's happening on a large scale. A lot of this ground is so parched that you're depositing such significant amount of rainfall in such localized areas at such a fast rate that it's becoming instant runoff. And we're seeing that trickle down through tributaries across the upper elevations of the Rocky Mountains and areas that all funnel into these streams. So we're going to see the rise in streams. We're going to see the rise in the river in our city. And we're going to notice that in the coming days as well. And on top of all of this with the rainfall, 
it would look at a foot of snow in parts of the mountain parks. If you look at some of the images from the top of Marmot Basin, they got over 20 to 30 centimeters worth of snow. There's snowfall warnings in place right now for the province, and rainfall warnings are back in place towards the west. And here in the city of Edmonton, getting a break from the showers today, but I think that returns overnight tonight and throughout the day tomorrow. I mean, wouldn't rule out another 15 to 20 millimeters coming our way through your Tuesday before we see a few more thunder showers on Wednesday and then I think Thursday through the next seven to maybe 10 days we're back into the looking like extreme heat see, and that could be long lasting as well. Jed Nation, this is why we bring in someone like Jesse Beyer because he's so good. <laughs> you just answered so many questions all in one go. Uh, by the way, we are going to be talking to the VP of Marmot Basin coming up just after four o'clock to talk about, yeah, that unprecedented situation in Jasper and in, in and around Banff as well. But, you know, Jesse, you talk about extremes and I'm glad you mentioned the town of Edson because that's what I thought when I was looking at the fact that they're dealing with flooding now is it's just, it feels like these, these whiplash extremes. Mm-hmm. Is there more to expect? Can we even predict as the rest of the summer goes on or do we just sort of brace for anything at this point? Well, here's how it, it kind of works. When we always talk about these averages, right? We, we use 30-year averages when it comes to these numbers. When you see the average high for this time of year sitting at 22, that's the past 30 years of this day put together divided by 30, right? Okay. So that's your average. But we have different averages. So every 30-year period, we get a different average that we can go back to. And if you look at these numbers, if you go back to all of the averages, everything's pointing in the same way. It's getting hotter, it's getting drier, seasons are lasting longer, and you can make whatever conclusion you would like sure. as to why that's happening. I know there's... Yeah, we won't get controversial. <laughs> Crazy enough, there's a difference of opinion. I think you can be fairly clear with my educational background mm-hmm. where I stand on this. It's, it's getting hotter, it's getting drier, and, and things are expanding and things are shifting. And we're going from La Nina into El Nino, and these swings are starting to be, you know, faster, and they're starting to be kind of more on the outliers of a lot of the smooth numbers that you would see over time statistically that if I'm explaining that correctly we're oftentimes we're you know we're not seeing record highs every single day but we're at the extreme high end of the range most of the time and we're seeing that these dry conditions are lasting longer they're 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 drier we're seeing these heat waves last longer being more numerous and getting warmer and it's hard to keep up with I mean even in the past you know 15 years that I've been to the province. It just seems like the past five or six years, we're talking about this more and more and more. And it is trying to somewhat, I guess, balance itself. I mean, we we do have, you know, this is our rainiest time of year. June, July, and August is the time we pick up nearly half of our yearly precipitation from conductive thunderstorms in our city. And the other you know, eight, nine months are, are, are fairly dry. So it's very important to get our moisture when we can. Um, but this is, I mean, I mean, we're going back to, to numbers, you know, Calgary flood. And yeah. coincidentally, this is the, the, the same week. This is the anniversary week of, of that occurring. And so it's not unheard of. Um, we, we do have a good push of moisture and Mother Nature really makes use of it. Um, but it is causing some some significant problems. Wow, Jesse. Okay, well, I mean, it's certainly all of this keeps someone in your line of work very busy, so I'll let you Mm -hmm. go. I know you have a show to prep for, but thank you so much for giving us so much good information on what has been going on and a little bit of what to expect. Really appreciate your time this afternoon.
Yeah, real quick, the good news is after the rain tomorrow, we will get back into the sunshine. And, and from Wednesday to about Wednesday of next week, I think we're having sunshine and daytime highs back a little bit closer to the seasonal average, about the low 20s to mid 20s. So it's not going to be extreme heat, like, you know, at 30, 35 degree range. It'll be... Uh, It'll be pretty nice. Nice, enjoyable summer days that we can all look forward to. Okay, Jesse, thank you so much. Take care. Yeah, thank you. That's Jesse Byer, Chief Meteorologist for Global Edmonton, letting us know about these huge amounts of rain that we've experienced over the weekend.